Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi. Just a matter of doing it. Uh, let's let's take a little uh, change in direction. You know, at my school, uh, we really emphasize shooting the ball. It's a big part of our, our offensive philosophy, but then it's a big part of our daily uh, practice. I love getting to hear. It's like handwriting. Uh, different, you know, there's yeah. different different ways of handwriting. You just got to be able to read it. And uh, and yeah. so I love hearing people's uh, philosophy and how do you teach shooting in your program? Well, number one, uh, I evaluate first. You know, uh, they might be too old. They might not have great form, but it's productive. So I evaluate who it is and, and, and why they need to change. And once I make that decision, uh, I get them by themselves. So if I'm working out a team consistently or a group of four to six players, you can't work on shooting then. You can get reps. But, you know, to me, working on shooting is one-on-one, and you just iron out the wrinkles and their mechanics. And so I I have about 15 vitamins, uh, if you will, drills. Some of them I've added recently because of my experience and time with Ray Allen. Most of them, it's, it's, it's been my journey in basketball as a player. I was an ambidextrous player. I've noticed that. I've, I, you're probably the only person I've ever yeah. seen shooting uh, from distance with their left hand, but yeah, it, it, but it looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I broke my hand, uh, had an injury in my right hand when I was 12, three, four months. I just started working out with my left in my backyard and got the cast off, and it kind of transformed into that. And so, you know, in the game, um, we're going to do a 20-year, 20 21-year anniversary, and so they're going to put out some footage of me playing in high school and college. And you can see that left side of the court, left hand going right, pulling up right. It's pretty, pretty unique. Yeah. But, you know, through that, you know, authenticity, obviously, I get players' attention. And, uh, you know, so I've gone through the process of teaching myself how to shoot with both hands. So I have some vitamin drills that I put players through, you know, I watch them, we break it, we break down the stance, the catch, the release, and, and just kind of fine tune it from there. And then, you know, once I give them workout sheets, so I write specific notes, you know, like a doctor, I give them prescriptions, uh, customized for them. I film them and then it's repetition. Repetition is the mother of success. Grit is the father of success. So grit is consistency, doing it when you don't feel like it. And, Repetition is the right way. Every possession, every rep. So it's just that and getting them. And then, you know, once they get the form and, and they're, they're productive and practice, then it's the mental side, man. It's all right. Trust your work. Do it in the game. Do it under pressure. Do it when you're frustrated. Make shots when you're tired. Make shots when you're in pain. Make shots against good players. Make shots when your coach is yelling at you. It's that shooting it with tremendous anxiety and stress. And that's that's where that's where players struggle. That's yeah. to me a lot of uh, shooting problems comes from the neck up. Yes, because yeah. players don't know how to handle stress and anxiety. One thing I, I think I remember watching a video of you talking about ten toes to the rim, you know, and then like everything out there, like even our, even our faith, there are some non-negotiables, but then there's some things that are, you know, people discuss and have different opinions yeah. on, right? Uh, with your feet, 
what are you still 10 toes and, and what what's your thought process i've i personally feel like that's comfortable for me when i played but where are you at now with that uh well yeah i mean 10 toes is, is negotiable it's just a standard uh, i still i still tell the players get 10 toes to the rim and and they're not and they're never going to do it perfect they're never going to be 10 toes because if you actually get 10 toes then you're if your right hand is shooter your your right hand is so I tell them 10 toes because actually as they do it, it, it they get five. Okay. You know, so, so if they're right-handed, I just tell them 10 toes to the rim, get your right foot, right knee, right hip, right shoulder, as squared up to the rim as you can. And, and, and that's all you need. I'm not a stickler on exactly 10 toes. It's right. Just the, it's just the standard. It's just the compass. And by me, because if I, in my experience, if I tell them, "Hey, square up your, you know, your your right foot or your knee," then they then they're almost pointed away from the basket. Now, some players, you know, a Kevin Durant or a Steph Curry can can shoot where their shoulders are not actually square to the basket. But guess what? Their release is clean. Their yeah. elbow is up. <clears throat> uh, their arc. You know, two most important things on a jump shot is arc and alignment. And the bottom line is if you get your elbow at the rim, point at the rim, you're going to shoot it straight. It's just if you get the other part of your shoulder, your hips, your knees, your foot squared up, you're going to be a lot more stronger. And a lot of these NBA players are so strong. Yeah. Their core is so tight that they could be facing almost 45 degree angle away from the rim, but their elbows, I mean, Jordan used to pull up as quick as he could on a dime, Kobe. And he'd be like fading, and but his elbow was always at the rim. And so right. you got you got to think. <clears throat> there's some things that NBA players and WNBA players do that you can teach, but some, you got to have the discernment and, and the common sense of some some of the things that they do you can't teach. Like yeah, you can't, you, you can't teach the way Steph Curry dribbles <laughs> and moves and shoots the ball to to freshmen and sophomores, even college kids. You just can't do that. So you got to have a sense. And so I'm. You know, as long as they're square, yeah, they're they're, they're left-handed. As long as their knee and, and their foot and their hip is square, they don't have to have ten toes. But that's the sound bite. That's the sound bite because there's mm -hmm. always some slippage. You know, yeah, the the outliers of the game, those dudes that are just on, uh, they're just so far beyond what is replica, uh, what you can replicate and and the the skill that they have. It's tough to uh, tell kids to compare themselves to that. But if there was a shooter in the league right now that you would say, hey, watch him mimic his movements and try to do what he does, who would that be? Well, he's not in the league anymore. I would say Steve Nash. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, again, I don't study the NBA as close as some of these other coaches, but my answer would be J.J. Riddick. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.